You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Well, just before lockdown, I had the wonderful opportunity of going with my family to the wonderful city of Prague in the Czech Republic. And my very special guest today actually was born there. Uh, Good morning, Jana. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So what was it like growing up in the Czech Republic then? Um, Very different. Um, We were brought up on the mountains, so um, it was all about the nature. So we were skiing in the winter, we were cycling in summer. Um, swimming in the lakes, ice skating on the lakes in winter. It was fun. So for you, was it pretty much every Christmas a, a white Christmas? Very much so. I remember um, on a Christmas day, we used to take a little trip to the church at 12 o'clock midnight. And uh, we used to walk uh, through the streets and the snow was just cracking underneath our feet. Um Oh, it was just gorgeous. It was beautiful. It sounds idyllic, actually. (laughs) Now, obviously, we've just gone through our Christmas, but if we had transported ourselves back to the Czech Republic, how would we have celebrated? So we celebrated on the 24th. Now, um, we have few different traditions as well. So probably a week before Christmas, we normally go shopping to the... um, Christmas markets and they have those massive baths full of carps, carp fish and you choose that carp fish and you take it home now if you're lucky you've got a spare bath that you put it in live in of, a, course. Life, of course and <laughs> <laughs> if you're unlucky you put it in your bath so you, you're not allowed to wash for quite a while <laughs> <laughs> so you have a, a closed peg on the nose oh the kids love it <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to wash at all. Fantastic. And we normally fi- um, feed the fish. Now, loads of different families do it differently. But um, the real tradition is that a man of the house on a day of Christmas um, kills the carp and then serve it as a main meal. Um, we normally send it back to the lakes. So we make a big fuss and we set it free again and let it go, Um, (laughs) which can be very interesting too because when there is ice on the lake, um, we need to break through the ice first and it's a big mission. (laughs) Like you need a pneumatic drill or or equipment. (laughs) It sounds fantastic. And then do you open your presents on Christmas Eve? Yes, we do. So we have a lovely um, dinner. Normally, the parents postpone their dinner as long as they can. Then we make sure we wash the dishes. Everything is nice and clean. And then all the children has to go and hide because we have a little Jesus that comes in the, um, in the evening. And he only comes if we are hidden somewhere um, where he can't see us, oh. if we are very quiet and if everything is ready. And um, then the bell rings. And all the children normally come and um, see presents under the tree. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> it's really great. And, and it, it, does faith play a big part in, in Czech celebration? Do you, do you um, normally go to midnight, midnight cel- cel- services and so on? Yes. So we do have the midnight service at 12 o'clock. So that's normally after we open the presents, we get ready and we go down. It's, it's normally beautiful. I remember... Um, as a little girl, we have a lovely little Catholic church, actually, in our town. Very traditional, beautiful giant. And we used to meet there, and all the families used to just 
could wish each other a Merry Christmas mm-hmm. and we used to sing songs and it was just echoing through the church. It was beautiful. And of course, the, the, the other thing is, is the importance of family life. I mean, it's, it's important here in the United Kingdom, but of course, it's also important in the Czech Republic, isn't it? Yes, it is. We are very family orientated. So the bigger family, the better. <laughs> but uh, yes. <laughs> well, coming away from Christmas then, uh, as you were growing up then as a little girl, did you have uh, early aspirations of what you'd like to be when you grow up? <laughs> I um first I wanted to be an astronaut. Then I wanted an to astronaut. be an astronaut. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're a space type uh, in, more ways, in, in more ways than one. <laughs> I just wanted to walk on that moon <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and see the world. <laughs> and then uh then I wanted to be a doctor for a long time. Um but I think my passion was in performing arts and I wanted to become an actress. I used to do loads of um Lots of sports, and I used to, um, yes, um, dancing. I loved that kind of so you, uh, side. So, in a sense, you were always pretty creative in, in terms then of, of performing arts. Yes, um, I was. I just like to be in front of people. I love to entertain them. I love to talk to them. Um, and when actually it came to that part, that's I could, because I have studied performing arts in England. Um, I kind of realized that doing sports and doing what I actually was brought up with as a little girl, I think it's almost the same thing, being in front of people, teaching people and um, performing, making sure that they are entertained and they're getting what I'm trying to teach them. I think that's what really got me. And what was it then that that sort of changed your direction? Was it it your dad taking you to... certain event (laughs) (laughs) it was uh, quite sweet my mum wanted me to be a ballerina Um, she loved ballet she loved me being nice and gentle Um, I was watching loads of martial arts movies and was like Bruce Lee Bruce Lee definitely Bruce Lee (laughs) was one of them and then um, my dad came home from work I never forget and he said guess what there's a brand new karate club, the first club um, opening in Liberec, which is my hometown. And he said, shall we go? It was like, um, you have to pass a test to go in. And uh, I was so excited. Um, so what was it that it, even then, how, how old were you then? I was seven years old then. So yes. at seven years old, what, what was it that excited you? Was it because you'd watched the movies? Yes, I, absolutely. It was just all about the um, being, I think it was being able to protect myself. I think I wanted to do something, my, uh, something individually, something for myself. My, uh, my whole family used to play foot, um, sorry, not football, volleyball. And um, they were very much into team sports. And I just, I was that little rebel that I was very competitive. I wanted to do something more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's have your first piece of music. Now, you've picked Westlife and, mm-hmm. uh, and a great track, uh, you, you Raise Me Up. Uh, why that particular one? I, uh, I was what, motivating my team for um, World Championships quite a while back. And I was looking at um, some motivational videos and this track came up. Um, I think it's Derek Red, uh, Redmond, 1992 Olympics. And he, um, this music came on with when he was racing as a sprinter. And I, um, 
I think his dad helped him out, and it just showed the family love of supporting each other, and it's just extremely motivating. When I am down and all my soul so weary, when troubles come and my heart burdens me, raise me up to more than I can be. You raise me Well, of course, that was Westlife there with their version of uh, You Raise Me Up. And of course, they, I mean, that song, as you said, actually, a moment or two ago, Jana, uh, that it, it does speak to the fact that you can fly, you know, you can. There's nothing that you can't do if you set your mind to it. Absolutely. Always stay positive and believe. Oh. Well, you, you went, of course, so your dad takes you to the new karate club and you're really excited as a seven-year-old. What, what was the first experience like? It was bigger than I thought because there were loads and loads of students wanted to join the club. So there was a massive queue and they split us into like a 10-minute slots. And where was it boys um, and girls? Boys and girls hmm? together, yes. Hmm. And... um. I was determined. I knew this is it. So I stood in the front line. Seven-year-olds and don't get in my way, even then. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, I stood in the front line and um, the sensei, um, that's who you call the teachers, um, he actually picked me up straight away. And um, that was it. Start of my new new life. Now, of course, it, it mean, literally was the start of a new life mm. because it's, it got then in, in, into your, your blood. Yes. Uh, and, of course, now you're running a karate academy, which we'll, we'll talk about, <laughs> not just here in, you know, locally in Christchurch, but in other places as well. The time came, of course, for you to move from the Czech Republic to the United Kingdom. How, how did that happen? Um, I was, I think I was 16 years old um, that time. Um and I was very excited. We used to travel a lot with my parents. So for me, saying goodbye to my friends wasn't such a bad thing. I knew if you're a real friend, you're always going to be there for um, for me all the time. So it's, again, friends being a part of the family. Um, and it was a great, it was a great opportunity. Uh, we've been brought up through communism. So the doors opened up. Um, my mom used to tell me so many stories. Um, and I remember some parts as well. So being able to move to United Kingdom, to England, was just great opportunity so, for me. So tell us something about life back then. It was tough, was it? Um, we had... My dad was in the army, so our doors were even more closed than we were. We weren't allowed to travel much that time when I was very little. Um, so I think we could go just to Hungary or Germany, and we always have to register where we go. Um we remember our fire drills at schools. I never forget that. We had to have those gas masks. Mm. So we had to run out, put on gas mask, then we run out 
And it was like <laughs> it was like a fashion that time. In these days, the girls look at the Nike shoes. But that time, I needed to have the best gas mask in the town. You needed to have the best. <laughs> Everything Jana did. <laughs> and we'll betide them if they didn't give it to you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> It was, um, but we were always in a very protective family. My parents were the best ever to us and always made sure we are safe and we are good. So it didn't affect it, me as a child as much as probably my parents Your and parents. grandparents. Yes, uh, But nevertheless, it, it, I suppose it was to come out of that regime mm. and to come to the United Kingdom where there was freedom. Uh, you know, uh, that would have, I suppose, been both good and challenging in many ways because, you know, newfound freedom can be hard to handle, can't it? It was, but it wasn't. For me, it was exciting. Uh, I met so many great people. I started in performing arts college that time. and um, doing so, the, so the stage thing was still, yes, was still, still there. Yes, still there, still there. And um, I just really enjoyed it, um, meeting people. Language was a struggle. I couldn't speak much English then. But when they say, put you on a stage and they say, you must start talking, I did try my best. (laughs) And there were a few nights when I was crying under the pillow. (laughs) I can't say that. But yes, it's... It hasn't been bad. It was fun. So you, you, you mean your experience sort of reflected that song that we just played, you know, that, yes. that you can do anything. So even though there were new culture, new language, all of that, that your your determination in order to get through all of that. So even then, of course, you still had aspects, um, dreams for the stage. I did very much so. And I hardly enjoyed it. It was it was great fun. My my mom and my stepfather, um, he was very much on my side all the time. Um, always came to see our shows. So that was fun. I enjoyed that. <laughs> now, also, Faith has, does play a very big part in, in, in your life. So when did Faith enter? How did you how did you become a Christian? Um, it's actually um I always been believer. I always believed. Um, I prayed when I needed to. Um, I've got a tiny little story. Um, when I was a little girl, we had a little doggy uh, called Cindy, and she was only two or um, I think two months old. She was, and she got lost. She got lost in the um, in the lakes uh, close to the mountains, and there was no way she could ever find her way home. And it was freezing cold. We had all the neighbors and families um, looking for her, couldn't find her anywhere. And I prayed and prayed and prayed, and um, she came. She came at five in the morning, and since then I knew there's somebody looking after us. And it's only back in UK. Um, we went to the church in London called Stoxadeo, um, and I loved it because it was different. It wasn't sit down, stand up. It was celebration. It was fun. It was singing. Life. It, life. There was a <laughs> life, and I love my life. Um, so, yes, and the girls loved it because they had lots of um, kids' plays and um yeah. So we just loved it and we just never stopped going. We should say the girls are in the studio with us here. And I've just learned <laughs> that one of them uh, is a champion karate thing. So I, <laughs> I'm, I have to be on extra best behavior today. <laughs> and, and the other one's actually almost a champion. <laughs> she will be. <laughs> Absolutely. <yeah. laughs> well, that's, that's fantastic. Mm. And uh, so, so, so obviously to discover that vibrance of faith and so on. And I guess that's, that's remained with you. Absolutely. And I always think um, 
no matter what, there is a path. We've, um, and I always believe no matter what you're going through, no matter um, how bad can be your day, I always say never look back. Look for the future because there's always something more exciting. Always stay positive. You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. No, I'm delighted that, that my very special guest in this program has been Yana G, and, uh, and she is a, an accomplished uh, karate expert uh, and teacher, and, uh, and, and I've been making, making jokes about it, but we, I think we left off that you were, you'd come to England and you were doing your, uh, your sort of performing arts and so on, but obviously things then completely changed. What, <laughs> what happened? I, uh, I found a club in England and uh, started training there. In, in London? Uh, no, that was down in Kent. Mm-hmm. And um, start training, got my heart back into it, loved it. And haven't stopped since then. Um, I had two, um, I had my first girl, she, uh, she was born. And I just so loved her being by my side. She was literally... As I was training, she was in a little cot, in a little pram, sitting and watching me all the time. So she was doing that? Oh, Oh, she was. She was screaming. And, and of course, that little girl went on to be a champion herself. (laughs) Absolutely. She became the world youth uh, world champion uh, quite a few years back in Namibia. Um, which was very exciting and proud moment in my life. Now, yes. of course, she was following in her mother's footsteps because <laughs> you yourself became a champion, didn't you? It was always my dream. I always had it back of my mind. And uh, when that opportunity came along, um, it was in New York, uh, meant to travel to New York. Um, I just trained and I trained and I knew this is the time. Was it tough competition? Um, I was so ready I was so prepared with my body, with my mind. I, if somebody would ask me two days before the competition, are you going to win? I would say yes. Mm. Um, so f- it was very exciting. It was overwhelming. And I think um, I've, looking back, it was very um, hard work. It was hard work to get there. But um, it was great. It was fun. And I enjoyed it. And I look back and I just laugh. <laughs> now, obviously, there's different styles of, of, of karate. Yes, they and, are. And uh, so we, could you maybe briefly explain the difference between them? So the um, we are with the Japanese Shotokan Karate Association, which uh, is a very traditional karate coming from Japan. So you get, in these days, you get very much a sports karate and you get the traditional karate. Um, Shotokan, Wodoru, the traditional style, they're coming from the roots of Japan. So whatever we learn, whatever we teach, it's coming from the footsteps of our grand grandmasters. It's beautiful because um, we stick to it and we're learning more and more. Um, I've been doing karate now over 30 years and... I think the more I know, the less I know. <laughs> there is a song about it, isn't it? It's there's yeah. so many details and so much there to still learn, um, and I, that's what I find very fascinating about the tradition. So you win that championship, uh, and of course that must have given elevated you in terms of status within the association. Um, uh, very much so. It's uh, it's very hard still in these days to be the woman 
um, that's well, higher up. I was going to ask you that because, I mean, obviously you said in your village, you know, in that very, very first club that you went to, that there was a sort of a, a pretty much a mix of, of women and, and men. There was, but it's always majority of men. Mm-hmm. It is. And is um, it, it's men who then tend to win these championships, is it? Yeah, bec- well, when you compete, it's a female mm-hmm. or it's a male. They never mix together. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, because of the Japanese tradition, it's always... Um, it's been before it's getting so much better now but as you can imagine in Japan it's always the male are the dominant one the females are the followers so so again you're you're even fighting against adversity almost from day one really aren't you in some ways um I enjoy it though I love that (laughs) I can see that I can see that Yana yeah (laughs) we'll betide any mountain that comes up in your path yeah but I guess that that's very important because I mean now you're running schools and you're you're running schools uh, in different parts of the United Kingdom and of course here down in Christchurch yes but I mean it's not just about the you know the 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 movements and so on it's about self discipline i mean give me give me the top three reasons as to why we should all consider sending our kids or even ourselves to uh, to to learn karate oh, i love to talk about it so much because you see it as we spoke before about cobra kai and karate kids yes the moves look amazing and you take the perfect photos but it's not it we teach karate actually not to use it we teach karate to become stronger in person, to be more disciplined, to be more focused. And that's what I love about it. My students now, um, they they are gr- uh, moved on to universities. They accomplishing so many different dreams, not just in karate, but in their whole life because they became stronger and more focused. They, they know they, they can achieve and... I think that's what we teach in karate, you know, from a little boy that comes in and he's been bullied at school. Um, he becomes this boy that his shoulders grow and he becomes this real man. And the bully at school can't even look at him because they feel intimidated by his confidence and they would never pick on him again. So they don't fight. They just feel they, good. They just look intimidated. Yes. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> we don't look scary. <laughs> you don't look scary at, 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 at all. But how would people know? Because, I mean, obviously, um, I mean, like with Daniel in Karate Kid, for example, um, <laughs> excuse me going back to these, and I should really ask you uh, how close to the truth and, and to the style uh, uh, is Karate Kid and indeed the, the new series on Netflix, Cobra Kai, which has yes. been a big hit, of course. What uh, I really liked about both those series uh, of movies uh, was the fact that it it wasn't so much about the style of karate it was actually about the life the life lessons you know about respect uh, and and discipline and also about belief in yourself yes and also um knowing that you can't get everything for nothing you must train hard for everything what you wish for and what you want to do um it makes me laugh watching Cobra Kai. I, I love it. I've watched every single one of them with my <laughs> girls. <laughs> we loved it. We do get frustrated with um, some that's, of the traditions they break right. in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but it also, you know, they cause fights at school. And I think if you speak to any karate person, we're the last people that would ever fight anybody because we just, it's better to walk away and um, stay away from it unless you're obviously protecting yourself. Um, so they 
they've been a bit naughty in the movies. Yeah. Well, I suppose it makes for good movies, doesn't it? Absolutely. Although even even in both those series, they they were only really fighting when they were pushed to it, weren't they? And, and yes, and they. Um, I think the bad side. Um, they were saying that you must. It's the first hand in karate that um, we've got ten different. Um, rules of karate and the first one is we never hit first and i think in that movie they kept saying we're the first ones that we hit first yes and um well, yes that was the bad ones that, that was the bad that ones, was the bad yes, ones they, yeah because they, they they wanted to be the you know, to win by <laughs> cheating really yes yes yeah. but uh, but that wasn't what daniel san <laughs> and mr Miyagi. <laughs> You see, That's my life true. has been so influenced by these movies. <laughs> it should be. You need to have lots of students uh, that clean your cars and <laughs> wipe your fences. That's true. I never thought of that. I could, uh, I could maybe think of something for broadcasting. You know, like for wiping down the equipment. Absolutely. You know, wipe it on. Wipe it off. <laughs> wax on. Wax off. <laughs> wax on. Wax on. Wax off. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, but it also also sounds a lot of fun. I mean, we've had a bit of fun in this interview, haven't we? And, yes. And uh, and. and you, you girls are here in the studio with us and we'll have to get bring them back on as guests you know uh, in another program and ask them about what it was like for them you know but quite clearly you're all mad when it comes you know to madly in love of course with uh, yeah. but but I guess it's the character building how would you put that together with faith because I mean obviously you I mean you talked about what you really liked about faith was the was the vibrance, you know, and I know you, you worship at City Gate and you, you have worshipped at Hillsong and, and so on, and you love that it's a very much a, a strong part of your life. But would you say that in what you're teaching in in, in karate and so on, it helps to bring out those qualities of faith that you can fly like an eagle? Absolutely, you feel great when you when you feel great about yourself, when you feel you achieved something, when. When you know that you can uh, be st- stand there and not feel um, threatened by oh, anything, intimidated, yeah. intimidated. Yes, yeah. that's the word. You feel fabulous. You feel great. And that's how faith makes you feel as well, doesn't it? <laughs> now, your school, I mean, obviously, you, you've got schools in different places, that, you know, but your local schools in, in, in Christchurch. Tell us a wee bit about that. I mean, I, I, I love actually uh, the, the name of a token. Token, yes. Which means? Token means fighting spirit. So, and yes. shot, Shotokan is the style. Shotokan is the stand. That means an empty hand. So oh. we don't use weapons. Um, it's very much empty hand mm. martial arts. And we have opened a school a um, couple of years back. It's very small now in Christchurch. That's when we first time moved down. We've got beautiful students because we've got adults and we've got their children too. And that's the beauty about karate. They can all, as a family, can train together. And I always encourage that, having the passion together. So how do they find out more? Do you have a website? Are they, are uh, yes, I do. We do have a website. Um, they can contact me direct. My phone is always on. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> and if they Googled, if they were to Google Tukon, which is T-O-K-O-N, Yes, uh, token, t- um, or they can just go straight away on JSKA, which is the Japanese Shotokan Karate Association dot co dot uk, and our details are on there. Well, Yana, you've been a, a delight <laughs> to interview, and I wasn't joking about you know, having you back because I would love to talk to the girls as well about their experience and maybe some of your other students. Uh, oh, it's uh, been so much fun. This is Hope FM.